Hello, and thank you for listening. This is All the WrestleManias, and I'm one of the co-hosts, Rich Sigwald. And today, this is a special episode. Uh, it'll be a short, relatively short one, uh, just as a memory to Scott Hall. As many of you know, we lost Scott Hall last night on March 14th. And uh, Scott was a remarkable in-ring talent and um, a very memorable character. A lot of podcasts and blogs are just going to do your standard obituary running down his accomplishments and talk about his talents and such. And that's legitimate. He deserves all of that attention. But um, wrestling is a bit more personal for us at all the WrestleManias. It's both a, a solid and wonderful memory and foundation in both of our lives. And this is, I'm picturing this more of a, if I ever had the chance to sit down with Mr. Hall what I would want to tell him and what I would want to discuss with him. Now, I was only really familiar with Scott Hall as his Razor Ramon character in WWF and then his Scott Hall Outsiders NWO run in the WCW. And it really wasn't until more recently that I came across his NWA work uh, when randomly choosing something to watch on the Peacock one day, uh, trying to kill some time. And we all remember Razor's ladder matches with Shawn Michaels. But for me, there's one match of Razor's that really made me and my dad bond together. Now, many of you know that I have certain, like, memories associated with wrestling. And they're, like, kind of like landmarks in time for me. And... Uh, just a couple of them. Uh, we just recently had one in a recent episode where I talked at length about The Undertaker's face turn promo with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. And there's also the one from the Royal Rumble where The Undertaker is defeated in a casket match by Yokozuna. And there's the memory of going to the Heart Attack Tour at the Baltimore Arena dressed as Paul Bearer and being able to get in the ring as a finalist in the Paul Bearer Lookalike Contest. And the night that my mom called down to me to tell me that uh, to turn on Channel 16, which was the Comcast channel at the time for the USA Network, that there was wrestling on TV and it's a Monday night. And I turned it on and there was the Steiner brothers fighting the executioners. But another one of those memories, one of those landmark memories for me, is uh, from the May 17th, 1993 episode of Monday Night Raw. And my dad and I were watching it on the couch. And Razor had come to the ring to fight someone named the Cannonball Kid. And I turned to my dad and I told him, I bet you the Cannonball Kid's going to win this match. He's going to beat Razor Ramon. 
And my dad told me that there's no way that jobber kid that looks like he's 12 is going to win this match. Well, we all know history, right? We know that Razor put over Sean Waltman that night on Monday Night Raw and creating the one 2 3 kid and kicking off his career. And that was that was a, a moment for my dad and I watching wrestling. It made me feel like I was kind of smart and I knew something a little bit that he didn't know. And we had a good laugh over it. Now, many of you know that I was close with my mom. And my mom was really the one that got me into watching pro wrestling. She would always talk about memories of watching Georgia Championship Wrestling watching Gorgeous George as a child and as a young adult. She always wanted my dad to take me to the MCW and the MEWF matches at the at the local armory and the local high schools. And at those at those shows I met Jerry Lawler and I met uh, the Warlord and I met Jim the Anvil Neidhart. She insisted that I stuffed the ballot box at the local grocery store to win tickets to the King of the Ring when it was in Baltimore and to go down to the grocery store one night because Macho Man Randy Savage was going to be there signing autographs. When we found out that Lex Luger and Kevin Nash Diesel was going to be at a Value City department store in Glen Burnie, um, she made sure that we were going there that weekend to see them. Sadly, we had gotten there late, but we still ran into them walking through the store, and they were the biggest human beings I had ever seen in my life. His ladder match against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10, as we all know, is, is groundbreaking and is incredible. And it's another one of those landmark moments in my wrestling memories. We were at my friend's house watching WrestleMania 10. And as that match started, you know, we're a bunch of rowdy teenagers just crowling around. The wrestling's on. We're kind of watching. We're kind of paying attention. Then Razor hits Sean with the ladder, and we all stopped. And we all put our drinks down and our snacks. And the room got really quiet as we all really focused in on this match. My friend's mom got so worried because we suddenly got quiet. She came into the room to make sure everybody was okay. There's really no easy way to get into this, but uh, Mr. Hall's passing um, got to me in a way as I mean, you can imagine, as since we're doing a special midweek episode on this, well, I am doing a special midweek episode. His passing was very similar to my mom's passing when she died three years ago. Um, as we know, Hall had fallen and broken his hip, and my mom had fallen and broken her leg. And both of them faced unexpected complications that eventually led to them being on life support and having to make that terrible decision. Now, my brother-in-law 
runs a an addiction rehab facility in Pennsylvania um, called Pennsylvania Recovery. And he himself had struggled with addiction for years. And as we know, uh, Scott Hall had struggled with his addictions for years and mental illness. And we had recently discussed WrestleMania 18 and his match with Stone Cold Steve Austin and how he didn't quite seem himself in that. And he became quite endeared to me when we watched um, him on E60 about his recovery and his side recovery coverage in the resurrection of Jake the Snake. And we watched him struggle with his demons that had plagued him for years. The character of Razor Ramon was so strong. He was kind of a blueprint for future anti-hero faces in pro wrestling. A bit ahead of his time. And it was so strong and so memorable that when he did leave WWF to go to WCW, all he had to do was show up in the ring and say, you know who I am. It even led to lawsuits that WCW was profiting off of a character created by WWF. He was a founder of the most dominant heel stable in wrestling. The stable is so strong, the NWO, that it could be argued that it led to the downfall of the wrestling company that helped create it. He was that dominant in our household as well. My mom loved to hate him. She hated his greasy hair and that toothpick in his corner of his mouth. But she loved it. She loved hating him. And she loved hating on all the heels. Except for apparently gorgeous George. My dad held a grudge against him. Ever since that bet. Scott was an amazing talent. A flawed man. And made quite the impression on me. I thought now would be a nice time to actually recap all of his major accomplishments in the business. um, As he was actually a quite decorated professional wrestler. Though never holding the world championship in WWF or WCW. Mr. Hall was the AWA tag team champion with Kurt Hennig. He was the TNA tag champion with Kevin Nash. He was the USWA unified heavy world heavyweight champion. He was the WCW television champion, WCW US heavyweight champion, WCW world tag champion seven times, six times with Kevin Nash and once with the Giant. He was the WWC Caribbean heavyweight champion, 
the WWC Universal Heavyweight Champion. He was a four-time WWF Intercontinental Champion. He's a two-time WWE Hall of Fame inductee, once as a solo performer and once as a member of the NWO. He won two Slammy Awards. In 1994, Wrestling Observer named his ladder match with Shawn Michaels as the match of the year. And in 1996, Wrestling Observer awarded him the best gimmick for the NWO. For the past few days, I had had trouble pulling myself away from social media, hoping to see a positive update about Mr. Hall's condition. But I was heartbroken when the inevitable news was announced. I hope he can rest in peace now. We send our condolences to all of Mr. Hall's family, friends, and fans. For all the WrestleManias, this has been Rich Sigwald, your co-host, and I hope you tune in next time. Thank you very much.